Chris Lee and Blake Lovell of Southeastern 14 here to do power rankings for SEC football heading into week five. We start at the bottom. Vanderbilt at 14. The Commodores have been at 14 all year and going nowhere in a hurry after just three pretty miserable performances in a row, including a home loss against Kentucky and our hometown of Nashville this week. Yep. Not ideal for the Commodores coming off that loss to UNLV. Now they get a top 25 Missouri team coming in. So, yeah, we said opportunity early on in the schedule. Uh, the opportunity has not necessarily been taken advantage of now with three straight losses. Number 13, Mississippi State. Hey, the Bulldogs lost, but they did show some life to Lou Griffin, set a school record for receiving yards, I believe, and a loss at South Carolina in a wildly entertaining game. Yes, it was a loss, but it, at least things were shaping up a little better for State rediscovering an offensive identity that maybe it never should have lost. Yeah, I mean, look, you played better than you did the week before against LSU. That's probably the best you can ask for right now for Mississippi State. And, yeah, certainly showed some things that um, you can build on, I would say, for sure. Unfortunately, the next opponents uh, will make that difficult uh, offensively probably. Auburn at 12, Tigers' defense has been pretty good. Offense cannot score. Tigers cannot find a quarterback, cannot throw the ball consistently, and it is hard to win when those are your problems, Blake. Yeah, it wasn't fun to watch the the offense in terms of the passing game uh, against Texas A&M, and now you get the number one team in the country coming in uh, and trying to do that against Georgia. We will see if uh, Auburn can find the offense needed to win that game. Going to be a challenge, I think, uh, especially, like you said, just given the save the quarterback situation. South Carolina at 11, kind of hard to argue to move the Gamecocks either up or down. They are who they are at this point. Spencer Rattler is having an amazing season. Xavier Leggett is also having an amazing season. Uh, but Gamecocks got thrown on a bit, having a hard time running the ball, although that got better. I could see Carolina moving up, but right now 11 is where it makes the most sense. Yeah, I, this was one for me. I, I'm like, I feel like they should be higher. Um, it's just, you know, it's a matter of where you put them and who you put them ahead of. And, um, you know, they're ahead of the team they beat in the SEC, Mississippi State at this point. Obviously play, did some good things against Georgia, but um, I mean, it's a big stretch for South Carolina, right? You look at this upcoming stretch for them, huge. Uh, the rematch with Tennessee, you get Florida at home, you know, Missouri, and then so forth. You go on from there. Um, big stretch coming up. A lot of opportunity for them to really make a big move um, here if they can. So, Arkansas at 10. Razorbacks gave LSU all it wanted in Baton Rouge Saturday night. K.J. Jefferson, I thought, was really good again. Uh Arkansas found a tight end and Matt has, but, um, you know, still no rocket Sanders and Arkansas couldn't quite get it done. And, and oh, by the way, another tough one coming up Saturday in Arlington. Yep. So we said tough stretch for Arkansas. Haven't lost back-to-back games now. A&M, Ole Miss, Alabama. Um, you know, when you just keep going, that's, this was the tough part of the schedule, as we said, and um, yeah, it came up just short. I mean, two two close games here, back to back, and had opportunities, and um, you know, felt like you just couldn't capitalize uh, in certain spots. And so, yeah, big game against A&M next. Kentucky at nine. I'm sure Wildcat fans are going to have an issue with that. One of the four unbeaten teams in the league. But let's face it, Kentucky hasn't played much of a schedule yet. 
Devin Leary didn't look great throwing the ball Saturday. But on the other hand, that defense is is really something uh, and had two pick sixes on Saturday. I think Kentucky just kind of a, a team that I'm taking a wait and see with and with some of the teams in front of them notching some some bigger wins. I think that's why Kentucky got slotted where it was this week. Yep, as always, our staff composite rankings, not just compiled by Chris and I's individual rankings, and I had Kentucky several spots higher, but they wind up here um, in this spot, and yeah, I I will understand. There's some fans are not uh, necessarily thrilled with that, but again, we all send in our individual rankings. This is where they wind up, and they're 4-0. You'll take that, and uh, big game against Florida coming up uh, in what I think is a you know, one of the most intriguing games of the week just based on and where these two teams are at right now. So Tennessee at eight, and sort of another thing to where the, the teams Tennessee has beaten so far haven't wowed anybody. Uh, I think Tennessee's got a chance to move up from eight for sure. The, the running game is strong. Joe Milton continues to inspire doubters, I guess is a good way to put it, although he was red hot coming out of the gate and was one reason they were leading 31 nothing. I think Tennessee kind of like Kentucky. Let's wait and see who they beat, but I could see the balls moving up from here. Yep. Again, always kind of trusting Josh Heupel after a loss. That's kind of been the theme, as we pointed out last week, and they came out fast start. It's UTSA. Now they get their revenge game against South Carolina. Ole Miss at seven. Let's not forget, even though Ole Miss's offense didn't play very well in Tuscaloosa, Ole Miss has beaten Tulane and Georgia Tech, which are two better wins than most of the league has so far. So I, I think with some of the teams in front of the Rebels that have that did some good things this weekend or maybe the weekend before, uh, Ole Miss slotted in at seven this week. And we'll see where this goes from here with, with a brutal stretch of schedule coming up. Yeah, no shame in losing at Alabama, but as we said, it felt like the, you know, the best opportunity they had and um, certainly did not turn out that way. Only 10 points in that game. And um, yeah, we talk about tough parts of a schedule. This was kind of the one we had circled, you know, for Ole Miss um, as you now get ready for LSU, you know, Arkansas after that, Auburn and so forth. So yeah, um, opportunity was there, but just couldn't couldn't find the points and uh, hard to beat Alabama on the road when you, you can't do that. So. Florida at six, hard to slot the Gators anywhere else after that very impressive game against Tennessee two weeks ago. Florida missed, I think, three starters on the offensive line this past weekend and played a little bit of a yawner against Charlotte, but it was a win. And the Gators move on to a very intriguing game in Lexington this weekend, Blake. I think that's a good way to put a 22-7 to game. I don't think a lot of us expected in that, that Charlotte one, but – like you said, um, giving some guys out and, and such. Uh, a field goal performance. Trey Smack, one of the MVPs of the week there. Five field goals in that game uh, for Florida. But, yeah, I mean, we weren't going to move Florida unless they lost. We weren't really going to move Florida around too much, I would say. A lot of us kind of kept them where we had them in our individual rankings. But, yeah, as mentioned, uh, on the road to Lexington this week. Okay, number five, Missouri, one of the three unbeatens in the league. And, it's early. These teams have played horrible out of conference schedules for the most part. I think Missouri's probably got the best resume at this point, having beaten Kansas State in addition to beating Memphis on a neutral field. Although, who are we kidding? That, that's in the state of Missouri. So there's that. And an MTSU team, which maybe not a great win, but it, it's better than some of the teams that some of these other teams beat. So Missouri at five, and that was pretty much unanimous. Just need one more win for that top 20 Tiger on Tiger showdown um, in Columbia. So, 
yeah, we'll see if they can get it this week against Vanderbilt. But again, like we said, this was this was that potential, you know, letdown type spot after um, beating Kansas State the way they did. But they came out, you know, won the game, and hey, something about winning close games. They've won three straight kind of close games here, and um, yeah, I mean, this is just a team that I think is kind of proving that it it just keeps finding ways to win, and that's a good thing for a Missouri team that seems like for the longest time. Um, was doing the opposite, just finding ways to lose some of those games over in recent years, and they're winning them right now. So good for them. Texas A&M at four. The Aggies looked pretty good in beating Auburn. Max Johnson came in for the injured Connor Wegman. Uh, the defense, in terms of, of not giving up points, has been solid. Uh, we've been high on A&M all year, and a huge game for the Aggies this weekend with Arkansas. Yeah, I mean, this is um... – you know, it's like we, we talked about the quarterback room entering the season. We're like, oh, well, I expect Conway to play. We knew Max Johnson was there. And, um, yeah, this just came out. And again, it was AM making the plays. Auburn just couldn't make the plays in that game. And, uh, the defense certainly stepped up big plays too. And, yeah, as always, this is a fun one in this uh, game in Arlington. Uh, always it seems like just a wild game between these two teams. So, yeah, AM just keeps moving on up. You know who else moved up and stepped up this weekend is Alabama. And, again, the offense will have some issues with. I don't know that Jalen Milrow is going to remind anybody, passing-wise, of the quarterbacks that came in front of them, but they're starting to find a running game. And, and holding Ole Miss to 10 points was really, really impressive. Hey, Alabama can win some games this way. If you, if you can't score against that defense, and a lot of teams are having trouble doing that right now, hard to win. So we're starting to see a little bit of an identity, perhaps, for the Crimson Tide, Blake. Yeah, this is what you want to see. You want to see a more effective running game. You want to see, you know, the defense just kind of hold their own in a game like this against what's been a very good offensive team. And Alabama did all the things you had to do here to, um, you know, really, again, I think surprise a lot of people just based on coming into it. Again, we were talking about can Ole Miss win this game? Alabama comes out, wins by two touchdowns. Um, and, yeah, just just kind of continued to control the game there once that, that second half got going. So, uh, yeah, nice, nice win for the Crimson Tide to bounce back, and uh, perhaps the dynasty not over. Uh, we don't have to talk about that all week just yet. So, LSU at number two. Tigers have been unbeaten since losing that opener against Florida State. Still having some troubles in the past defense, but with Jaden Daniels and then finding a running game with, with Logan Diggs, and really even though it's – not been as pretty as you would have liked defensively. LSU still got talent. We remember what Brian Kelly did with this team from this point going forward last year. LSU slides in at two this week. Yeah, I mean, you know, in the SEC, you're going to have to win some close games. Like you're going to have, like we said, it, it felt like going into it. We were like, man, that 17 and a half point spread or whatever it was. Like, ooh, just it, even in the way Arkansas had been going, it felt way too high just given how these games unfold between rivalry teams in the SEC. And you always know that. Um, and so, yeah, I'm not going to knock LSU for winning a close game uh, in SEC play because those were always just, you know, take that little extra something. You got to find it. And they did, you know, on the on the field goal to win it. So, yeah, I, I still think LSU is is the second best team. This is where I had them at two. All right. Georgia one feels like Carson Beck is starting to come around a little bit. Uh, the, the defense remains salty. Where else can he put Georgia but one coming off? two national titles coming into this year. Yeah, there's nowhere else to put them. And uh, now they go to Auburn. And again, like we said earlier, that's we'll have our, our preview prediction. Uh, you guys have already recorded it for that game. 
interesting to see just kind of, um, you know, what Georgia looks like and what's going to be their first road game of the season. It's kind of interesting to think about that, but, you know, first road game. And now they, they go to Auburn, a team that's kind of searching for some answers offensively. And so, yeah, interesting setup for uh, the number one team in our power rankings and the two-time defending national champions. All right. Thanks to our sponsors, Chomps and MyPerfectFranchise.net. If you'd like to sponsor our channel, reach out. You can see how to do that below. He is Blake Lovell. I'm Chris Lee. We're Southeastern 14. Thanks for watching. We'll see you again soon with more SEC football content.